That that's not how that was supposed to sound. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. I don't know what is going on in my head because this thing lasted all night long. I also, even it was one of those like epic dreams. Like epic. No, I even got up. I like woke up. Uh, for like an hour and a half in the middle of the night. Wait, you got a continuing dream? Yeah. No, because it disturbed those me so ne- much. Those rarely happen. No, it disturbed me so much that I woke up just to like try to break it up. And I'm like, nope, I'm staying up like for like, like an hour and a half. Like you like a brain reset? Yeah, going to reset my Ooh. brain. And then I went back to sleep. Boom, right into it the rest of the night. It was disturbing. I'm not sure if it was a cat or an alien. I'll explain I don't know it in a exactly what you're talking about. I'll explain yeah. it here in a minute. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to say a huge thank you to everybody out there who's doing the right thing during this election season. And there is there is only one way to do this. There is only one right answer. And it is this. Oh my God! Stop hitting the table, Greg. That's a that's a hammer home the point. No, you know, I'm trying not, to be. All it is is just no. I'm trying to be people. forceful, but I'm trying to like you know. Nobody wants you to be forceful. It's like ears. tough love. Like tough no. love. I was going for a tough love kind of read. You're not like a tough love kind of person. I the tough love read off. is this. Go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Anytime you're going to be doing online oh, shopping during this election season. Stop saying election season. <laughs> you have to be timely, Sarah. It's like election season. Maybe people want to go buy things right now because that's coming up or, or whatever. They want to buy, I don't know, whatever you buy during the election season. What, do, go, what does one buy during the election season? You know, I mean, water or so if maybe you're worried about Amazon things. Use Amazon during this election season to buy water. Maybe they want to buy water. Maybe they want to buy things to distract themselves from the election season. And like find entertainment centers or uh, speakers. I myself purchased a wonderful speaker, a Bluetooth speaker, the God, you Ion. Speaker. Why don't you marry it already? Jesus. I would marry it if I could because it even has a microphone so I can talk to it. Uh, I got an Ion Bluetooth speaker. It's the tailgater. It comes with a microphone. It has like 50 hours of battery life and it's amazing. And you know how I got it? I went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Amazon Did link. you really remember to do that? Yes, oh, abs- okay. absolutely. Good. Why? Have you been shopping and forgetting? No, no. I just, I, I don't buy a lot online. Why old, not? Because I'm an old lady. <laughs> you are an old lady. And I don't are want... you distrustful of the internet? You are, aren't you? Like, I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't trust that internet thing. I remember. I work on it. <laughs> yeah. I remember when even when debit cards first came out, my mom didn't like giving the debit card to the gas station attendants. Oh, yeah. Because everyone's like, ah, going to steal. Gonna steal. They're all going to steal. Mm-hmm. You seem like that kind of person, too. Yeah, kind of. Where you'd worry that everybody's going to try to steal from you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, mean, I like yeah. I I go to great lengths to try and hide my things. Hide your hide your secrets and your mm-hmm. wares and your treasures. Do you have secret hiding spots in your apartment? Yes. You do. Mm-hmm. For specific things. Mm-hmm. Are they hidden in plain sight? Some of them are. Really? Oh, what yeah. is it that you have that you would think somebody well, I have, would like, steal? Like my passport hidden. I have money hidden. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> I, I being, did have money hidden. I don't noted. have money anymore. I just I spent it all. <laughs> it's being noted in the live chat that uh, Sarah's concerned about the cyber. That's true. The we do cyber. have to worry about the cyber. The cyber is you would very be, intimidating. You would, be, you would be one of those people that would be worried <laughs> about that. All right. So huh, how do you come up with your hiding spaces, your places or whatever? I, well, I can't How much tell do you, you want to reveal? I don't, no, I'm on. not going to reveal, reveal it. very much. Do you have a way? Do you check them when you come home? No. 
But I mean, okay. I know that they're still there. Like, I'll check every once in a while. Okay, make sure nobody's gotten... Sure. Well, I told you I leave out traps. Like, I'll leave out, like, a you know, $5 bill here and there just to make sure that nobody's... Or handfuls of change just to make sure nobody's in my apartment when I'm not there. Sis, to make sure they're not taking the $5 bill. Mm-hmm. You think they're going to break all the way into your apartment and it's the $5 bill they're going to be worried about? They're not breaking in for money or treasure. God damn it, stop saying breaking into my apartment. They're, they're breaking in for other reasons. They're breaking no. in for... Uh, they want to see things, or I don't know. I don't know what they, they want do. to see. What is wrong with Roll you? Around. Why are you being so mean to me? I'm not being mean to you. I'm just saying I don't think that's what they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna break in just for the five dollars. But that is a good idea, though, to leave out the decoy. I'm not trying to make you worried about it. I'm not trying to worry you. I'm just saying eh, it's probably not what they're going for. Um, but yeah, there we go. Well, I'm, say, I'm not saying like they're breaking. Like if someone was in my apartment, then they'd be like snooping around, and then maybe they'd be like, oh, five dollars, and they'd take it, snooping. and then I'd know that somebody was there. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a snooper. I'm I don't not think you would take snooper. things. Oh, you are, you definitely, we have established this. You are absolutely a snooper. You're not a peeper, but you are a snooper. I'm not a peeper, you're a peeper. I, well, I'm a peeper as far I'm as when I walk. I'm an inspector, I'm like a detective. I'm a legal peeper. Like, I'm not like going to peep on somebody like doing something wrong. There's bad connotations with peeping. Now, yes. I'm just the kind of person who walks down the street, and if somebody's window's open, and it's wide open, and I'm looking up, then, oh, well, okay, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm on the public street sidewalk, you know, am I not supposed to look? Somebody's usually somebody walking around their living room watching television or something. So, I mean, I'm, I look up. It's just natural. My eyes are drawn to it. I don't go onto their property. Oh I'm not, like, jumping up there. I'm not, like, hiding out and back at night. It kind of sounds like you are. No, I'm not doing any of that kind of stuff. I'm legally, I'm speaking, I am on sound ground. I'm just walking, walking down the road. That's all it is. Okay. That's all it is. I do feel bad this morning um, to the construction crew that was near my house because I was walking through the living room uh, partially clothed. And what I do you mean partially clothed? Forgot. Were I, you bottomless? I... Oh, Greg. Oh, my God. <laughs> I may or may not have taken a shower, and then it was early in the morning, and I forgot that I didn't bring my clothes down to the shower, so I had a towel, and I walked through my room with the towel may have slipped. And uh, and I walked by the window. So, I mean, hey, if they're looking in, not my fault. Not my fault. Oh, great. But I, I do, it was not intentional. It was not intentional. I was kind of mad because I had forgotten my clothes. And, uh, so you decided to take it out on the poor construction workers by flashing them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, in, it wasn't an intentional flash. It wasn't anything like that. But I'm just saying... I feel kind of bad about it. Um, oh, great. Yeah, it was, well, I don't know. Maybe I'm a topic of conversation today. But anyway, we'll just leave it at that. Leave that one at that. That'll probably get them to stop parking in front of your house. Yeah, maybe it will. <laughs> that's their warning sign. Maybe that's how I threaten them, because technically, legally you speaking... You threaten them with your dong. <laughs> legally speaking, I'm on sound ground there, right? It wouldn't be me. Stop saying sound ground. It, sounds, it just sounds weird when you Why? say it like that. I don't know. That's my new thing now. I'm on I sound say, ground. I like, say that sound doesn't ground even now. mean anything. Yeah, it is. You're on sound ground, stable ground, solid ground. Sound ground means you're not going to fall down. Like you, 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 you have stability. You're at, you're right. That's what it means. That's pretty much right. That's how. Mm. That's where I'm going to go with. I don't think that's. So I'm on sound ground. I mean, you are on your property, but then you are also exposing yourself. But not intentionally. Not not. Well, how do they know if it's intentional? I'm not intending not? to titillate, as you would say. Like I'm not doing that. So it's you know I'm just walking through my house. With your with the everything with your windows open and everything being presented, you're presenting. It's not yourself. presenting. I'm not presenting myself. You're presenting I yourself walked through the room and as I was walking back away from the window, the towel fell off. Oh, accidentally. Whoops. I'm saying I think I. I'm saying I think I'm okay right there. It's not intentional though. This isn't my plan. 
Although it would be nice you, if they didn't park in front of my house. I mean, yeah. you know, that's that's that will probably their get fault. them to stop parking there. You think so? Probably. Okay. All right. They're like, oh god, the flasher is at it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the flasher. I do not want to be known You'll as be the like flasher. You'll be like the weird guy. Oh, I'm probably already school. the weird guy. Well, yeah. I mean, you're always the weird guy, clearly. Yeah, but not as much as my uh, my other weird neighbors. I mean, mm. they're weirder. But yeah, I'm. I'm I wonder what kind Are of reputation they? I have with the neighborhood, just because I've gone through so many different roommates, you know, over the years. I wonder I what they do rooms. think of you, like from the outside looking in. They probably just think it's a different person moving in all the time. Although, I mean, they would see me. And why do you I'm think the they would consistent. think that? I mean, I'm the one consistent person, but there are a lot of, uh, you know, I've had a lot of different roommates. And why, what do you think people think about that? What, that I've had different roommates? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I do don't know. What do you think they would think? What are you, I, I'm what just, are you I'm implying? I'm asking you. I'm just asking you. What are you implying? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm. Well, either I could be, I could be a serial killer. You're probably a serial killer. You know, there could be a bodies of every roommate that I've had that mm-hmm. have just been buried in the basement. See them move in and never move out. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that could be it. You know, they could think of that. Um, they could think I'm the strange guy who yells at things because they because I do yell at stuff, inanimate objects a lot. Mm-hmm. Including sing. like on your front yard, like or yeah. in your front yard, like to your lawnmower or whatever. I also sing. Well, yeah, and they could think that I'm yelling at other people if I'm. If they hear me yelling, I'm never yelling at a person. I'm just yelling at like objects because I get mad about something like a lawnmower or the, you know, or, or something like that. Totally normal. Um, I also sing a lot to the dog. Yeah, Can I do. Can see you singing? No, but my windows are open a lot. Well, yeah, actually they might be able to. Yeah. They might be able to. So you're pantsless yelling at inanimate objects and singing to dogs. Oh, if you put all three of them together. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, those three things have happened. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. I wonder what they think. I wonder if I'm being... I wonder if I'd have had any calls, like, sent in on me. Oh, probably. Like, if I'm noted in the neighborhood, like, the Neighborhood Watch Association is like, well, let's just keep an eye on that one. I mean, obviously, nothing wrong is going on. I'm not doing anything untowards in that house. Uh, that's anybody's business, but I'm not. You know, there's no bodies in my basement that I am that I put there anyway. None that oh I've put God. in it. Um... But boy, I do wonder what they think. Well, anyway, here's another thing to show I'm insane. So, this is what I, I want. What I want to talk about is what happened last night. All right, do it. Now, I have talked about my dreams here on the show before. You know, the the bizarre, strange dreams that I have, and I just don't. They don't make any sense to me. We may need to get the dream book out for this because it's weird, and I. It's not one of my ones that's a recurring dream that happens a lot because I do have my recurring dreams, but this is not one of those. This is a brand new, all original dream that has happened. And it has to do with me. I was at my house, and I don't think this is like a ghosty thing. I'm just going to say right now. It's not like a ghost dream, I don't think. But here's the dream. So I'm at my house. I'm hanging out. and In your dream? In my dream. You're hanging out at your house? Yes. Where you're dreaming? Yes. Okay. Somebody comes to my door. And I don't really see this person. I never, like, it's like, it's just like they don't have a head. It's like I'm looking from the neck down. Yeah. Like, I, I can't picture what this person like looks like. you can't like. really see yourself in the mirror in a dream. Like, how, or if you do, what? it's like, have, yeah, you can't really, like, look at yourself in a mirror in a dream. That's not a true statement. Yeah, you never look the, because you, it never looks exactly like you. What? Yeah. I don't think that's an actual factual statement. I'm pretty sure it's factual. Try and think of a dream where you've looked at yourself in the mirror. I'm pretty, I don't know. I mean, I don't look in mirrors that often. So I, You I, look in mirrors all the time, princess. 
<laughs> you're constantly, okay, fine. You, have, you own more hair products than I do. I don't know. I do not own more hair oh, products so, oh, than you, you do. You can't even get that out straight. I have my my certain hair jellies that I like. and Your hair jellies? My hair jellies. You... Uh, no, oh, wow. I've got, I, I had, okay, fine. I do look in the mirror a lot. God dang it. <sighs> but I, it's in my dreams, I don't really very often. And I think I can Probably see myself fine. Probably because you can't. I don't no, think... what do you think? Everybody turns into a vampire in your no, dreams? No, I just don't think that, you're, that you, your conscious mind, I don't think that you could really look in a mirror in a dream. What? That just doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. There Every is time no... I've looked in a mirror in a dream, it's not me. Or it's, it's never there is like, no actually legitimate been reason. exactly me. There's no legitimate reason for that. That's for you, maybe. I don't know what's wrong with you. You can't see yourself in your in a mirror in your dream. I don't know what you're trying to tell yourself. That's a, that's something I you should look know. up. You should look up. I have lots one. of stress dreams, like where my teeth are falling out. That's usually a lot of my dreams. Yeah, ugh, gross. Mm. Um, no, so in this dream, what happened? And again, this started like right when I fell asleep, or it felt like right when I fell asleep last night. I was I was very tired. I went to bed pretty early, and for me, and uh, and I, and so in this dream, I go to my front door, and there's somebody there. And I wasn't wasn't nervous about them, but I couldn't see their head. I could just see like from it's kind of like the neck down, and they were very, very, very skinny. It was a very skinny person. Okay. Wearing shorts, and they had like kind of long arms. Like Slenderman. Kind of like Slenderman, only they not that tall. Okay. And this person reaches up with their arms, and they reach down to their feet, and they grab this creature. And they shove it into my hands, and then they leave my front porch. And I look down, and what I'm looking at, it's furry. It's uh, black fur. It's about the size of a very, very large cat. Like a very, very large house cat. But I look at it, and it's a cross between a cat and like, uh, um, like a marmot. What's a marmot? Um, like a ferret. Okay. Kind of. Like a nutria? Kind of like a nutria. Only nutrias are even grosser. But it's a cross between those two things. So it's not one or the other. But very thick fur. Very thick, uh, fluffy black fur. And it's got this face, and it looks up at me. It's like half weasel, half cat face. What the hell is wrong with you? And it's, it looks up at me, and it just says, Hello. And so I'm like, okay, well, all right. Um, Wait, nice it to- talked to you? Hello. Don't go that way. No, it didn't say that. It wasn't like a full British accent way. or anything. It was just like, hello. I'm like, oh, all right. Cool. Um, and it didn't bother me. And so I was, um, I'm sitting there with it. I'm like, all right, well, there's a... Yes, yes. Okay, in the live chat right now, funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, Jasmine has just posted a picture of a marmot. That is... A, so that crossed with a cat. That and with all black, really thick black fur, that's what so it was. Was it like a black Finnegan? No, okay. no, it was not a black Finnegan. Finnegan. Kind of looks like a marmot. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, Finnegan's my roommate's dog. Finnegan is. Finnegan looks like a Finnegan. He's a beautiful idiot. He, yes, Finnegan is a wonderful, sweet, very um, not bright dog, but he's <laughs> very nice and very sweet. Uh, so, no, but this thing. Is looking at me and says, hello. And so I bring it inside and I just kind of walk around with it. I'm like, okay, well, this is mine now. And the more I'm walking around, the more it's it's like peppering things in and telling me things. And it's sitting there and I, I remember going upstairs and I have it in my arms and it looks up at me and says, set me down. 
So I what set is it down. What's wrong with you? That's this is what was going crazy. on in the dream. So I set it down, and the thing just kind of walked around my room. Like, was it an impolite thing? Set it, set me down. Set me down. And so it started walking around the room, and this is all happening in the dream. And finally, you know, it felt like it went forever. Like we went places, I went outside, and anytime we would go outside, it would follow along with me, but it would hide when anybody else would come near. So nobody else ever saw it. So it would, like, if somebody was around, this thing would hop in. And I didn't even get its name. Like, it just didn't have a name. But then it would come back out, and I was talking to it, and he said, um, I'm not from here. You know that, don't you? And I didn't understand what that, what that meant. But that's, that's what he said to me. I'm not from here. You know that, don't you? As it's talking to me. What the hell? And I remember talking to him like, okay, well, I guess, I guess so. I mean, this does seem strange that you can talk and I don't know what you are. And then it just kind of looks at me and doesn't ever, doesn't ever really reply. So this kind of went on throughout the night. And this is when I, uh, it was shortly after, at least it felt like it, shortly after the, I'm not from here, you know that, don't you? Part. That's when it, it started. I started feeling creeped out in my dream. Oh, really? Not the, the talking creature didn't do that to you. No, it didn't creep me out until then. And it started creeping me out. And I woke up. And it was like one of those things where I was trying to wake myself up. Mm-hmm. And I woke up. And I'm like, okay, that was really, really unnerving. I didn't like that. And this was probably about, I don't know, one in the morning or something when I woke up. And I decided I'm not going to go back to sleep for a bit. I want some separation from this. I don't want to go back into that dream. That was really unnerving. And so I... So what animal would you say it most closely resembled? Probably more marmot than cat. All right, stop saying marmot, like a normal <laughs> animal. Well, that is a normal animal. It's a marmot, man. No, just stop saying marmot and just go with a... a pick an animal. A uh, groundhog or something. A beaver? Uh, all right, I guess. A I mean, boar, bull, cat? It's a cross between a marmot and a cat. So I don't know. It's not a real creature. But anyway, I stayed awake. I made myself stay awake for like an hour last night. And around 2 o'clock, because I was exhausted, I'm like, okay, i got to go back to sleep. I, got, I can get a couple more hours of sleep here. I've got to go back to sleep. And a I, mole? No, it's bigger than a mole. A jackal? No, it's not a jackal. I know what a jackal is. No, I mean, other than an amazing band and a Bruce Willis movie, but no, it's not, it's not those things. So anyway, I go back, go back to sleep and instantly, as soon as I get back to sleep, boom, there it is again. And this time it's just looking at me and following me around a lemming. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a lemming. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd have to see what a lemming looks like again. To double check that, I mean, <laughs> like Mr. Dean, was it a cat or a dog? Also, I've heard of moles. Pick one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just naming animals that you're aware I'm of. Looking through the talking animals section. Yeah, look for look for some kind of rodent type of creature. Was it a wise animal? Did it seem I don't wise? know. Well, yeah, yeah, it seemed smarter than me. Well, well it didn't seem smarter than me, yeah. but it knew something I didn't. That's not. That's more what it was. It knew something that I didn't. Well, like foreboding. Like it was a foreboding marmot. It said, I'm not supposed to be, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. You know that, don't you? Or I'm not actually here. But whatever, whatever it was I just said, that's, that, that was what it said. That was the part. All so, right, so here's the generic. Right, just, you're I mean, making I'm, me upset. You're upsetting me. Okay, so it says, to dream of wise animals suggests important information from your intuition or inner wisdom. 
blah, blah, blah. To dream that animals can talk represents a wisdom inside of yourself that is innocent and simple. Oh. It could also represent your potential to be all that you can be. What kind of bullshit is that? Wait, your potential to be all that you can be? What yeah. does that mean? I don't know. It sounds like a fortune cookie. Okay. Yeah. Potential to be all you can be, Greg. I'm 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 not really understanding what that <laughs> Foreboding is. Foreboding marmot should be a kid's book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well anyway, this marmot cat Was it like a monkey? No, it wasn't a monkey. It wasn't like a monkey at all. What about a beaver? I mean, I guess you could say beaver qualities. Maybe. Maybe some beaver qualities. All right, so if it's a beaver that's talking to you in your dream, it may be an expression of your inner wisdom trying to make itself heard. Yeah. I don't think Hello. you have inner wisdom. I just don't Hello. think Hello. I've known you for a long time. Like, I think I'd know Set by now. Set me down. Set me down. Well, anyway, this thing followed me around. And in the second half of the dream, it wasn't like it was with me. It was it was following me. Creepy. Like wherever I would go, wherever I would go, I would turn around, and there it was. And but again, nobody else would ever see it. Only I would. And as soon as anybody else would look, it'd go hide under something, or was gone, or it just wasn't there when other people were looking in the dream. Did it say anything else? It did, and I, I'll be honest, I don't recall exactly what it said. Um, it was more things along the lines of, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be here and things like that. Do you think it means that you felt that you weren't supposed to be there? No, it was telling me it wasn't supposed to be there, but it was there. And I knew it was there and it was following me around. And I don't know who it was that gave me it. You know, I don't know who, who this person is. Again, I never saw the face of the person who handed me it. And I didn't know who that person was, but they were really skinny and uh, like like bones almost. You know, it wasn't there wasn't it wasn't a skeleton, but it was like skeletal. Ew. That handed it to me. Okay, I don't like that. So what does this mean? I think it means you're crazy. Damn it. I think that's pretty much the bottom line. I mean, I, I didn't like watch anything on television that would have made I watched Ray Donovan before I went to sleep last night. Like that's not going to make uh, you know, I wasn't watching any horror movies or like science movies or science fiction or anything. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And, but it was upsetting. I did not like it. I didn't like it following me around. Hmm. At first, I wasn't bothered, and then it slowly it started bothering me. That's really creepy. Like it was stalking me. Oh, a talking marmot. Yeah, marmot Foreboding cat. Marmot. marmot cat. So it had cat-like qualities too, like the ears of a cat. Oh my gosh! All right, yes, it's like you're very aggressively wanting to remind everybody it's also a cat. No, it's also a cat. I'm just saying this is what it is. Don't marmots have pointy ears too? Mm, I don't think they have. No, I don't. I don't know. It was a cross between a cat and a marmot. I don't know why you can't understand this. I don't know why you keep saying marmot. Like, can't you just pick an animal and stick with it? That is an animal. Isn't that, that just a type of animal? What? Oh, my God. You're hurting my brain right now. Yes, that is a type of animal. Yeah, that is a that is a kind of animal. A marmot is an animal. So it's like a, so it's like a bear or a marmot. Like, that's an actual thing? <laughs> yes, that's an actual thing. What do you mean, is that an actual thing? I mean, is a marmot a category of animal, or is it an animal? A marmot is a rodent, but not all rodents are marmots. Does that make sense? So what is... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it's a category. Like, it could be like a... <sighs> I, <laughs> I just, I don't... Amphibians. Oh, you're... Marmots. Like, what's, what's a marmot? A frog is an amphibian. Not all amphibians are frogs. <laughs> Okay, so what is a marmot? Um, what do you mean, what is a marmot? Tell me what, give me an example of a marmot. It's, 
I mean, a marmot is a marmot. Like, I don't know. What do you What do you mean? An example of a marmot? It's like, say, give me an example of a horse. Well, a horse <laughs> is a horse. I mean, I'm sure there's maybe a there's different. A horse? Did you really I'm, just say that? <laughs> of course, of course. I'm sure there's different species of horse. Like, there's different ways to or whatever, different subdivisions. But a horse is a horse. A marmot is a marmot. Like, that's what it is. Oh, you're hurting my head. <laughs> I just It's not a category. Okay. Okay, here we go. In the chat. An eagle is a bird, but not all birds are eagles. <laughs> so a marmot is a Marmot is a rodent, but not all rodents are marmots. So, uh like a mouse is a ro- is Actually, a marmot? Actually, sh- shit. It's not even Oh, okay, it is a rodent. Thank God. <laughs> oh I was like, "Oh, jeez, if I gone down this, it's not even a rodent." No, it is it is a rodent. <sighs> you are hurting my head. Dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, I'm. I don't even know what to tell you right now. I don't even know what to say. <sighs> All of us grew. It's a marmot cat on top of that. So that was what was in the dream. Foreboding marmot. It's a marmot cat, and it's stalking me. I'm very confused me. by the marmots. Okay. I don't understand. How can you not know what I'm? Oh. Oh. So they're large squirrels. That's what they are. Yeah. That's what it says. Marmots are large squirrels. So all you had to do was tell me that. It's, but it's not. That's what it says. They're large squirrels in the genus Marmata, of which there are 15 species. They live in mountainous areas. It's See, not... that is an answer. That is an answer. They're large squirrels. It's not really a squirrel. That's exactly what it is. It's a large squirrel. No, it's a rodent. It specifically says that they are large squirrels. Okay, fine, fine. If that, if that makes you happy... It does make me happy. If that makes you happy, we'll go with that. But not really. Okay. Now, but what is a squirrel? Now cross that. <laughs> you are hurting my head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mr. Jenkins says, is she, getting, uh, is she getting this from the dream book? <laughs> Large squirrel. Kristen has a correct. It's more like a groundhog. Well, then they everyone needs to take it up with the people who wrote the descriptions of marmots, which are large squirrels. Are you just looking at Wikipedia? At what? At Wikipedia. No, I was looking up the dictionary. What? Oh my god, you're hurting my head. Let's just do some <laughs> world of crazy. This is anyway. That was my dream, and it haunted me all night. And this marmot, large squirrel, <laughs> this marmot cat. Follow me around. Oh, looks like I need some Advil after that. I'm sorry. Everyone's all frustrated with me. I just really ne- don't know a lot about marmots. Nice marmot, man. Whatever. We're just going to cut this out of the show. We are not cutting this out of we the show. We are. If everyone's annoyed with no, me we by are talking not cutting about marmots. Mar- I genuinely am confused about marmots. <sighs> And I'm not anymore because now I know that they're large squirrels. They're not. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. It's days like today I that my self-esteem is just through the roof. So glad that I don't have something important to do this afternoon. Oh, you're fine. Ah, 
Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Toronto, Canada, Home Depot stores in Canada are now pulling a Halloween decoration that they were selling. Which what was, was it? Called, it was depicting a peeping Tom <laughs> that you could hang in your window either facing inward or outward to scare guests or trick-or-treaters. A peeping Tom? It was Tom? called the Scary Peeper Creeper, <laughs> a.k.a. the Greg Nibbler. It was $30. <laughs> Uh, so the scary peeper creeper, which you should look at a picture of it. It's disturbing. A like, I don't, peeper creeper. So is it scary, like a, It's a scary peeper creeper. Scary peeper creeper. Decoration depicts a foot-long image of a hooded man's lifelike face. Appearing oh, God, that is creepy. Window. That's awesome. I want to get one of those. According to the product uh, <laughs> review. <laughs> that is really <laughs> fucked up. I am going to buy one of those right now because I'm telling you, because I don't think he's going to be listening to the show. It's about time I got back at former roommate Ryan. Oh my god! And I think the peeper creeper is going to be put it in his window in the, like yep. from the backyard. Yep. Oh. <laughs> he will freak. Oh my god! Out. He will quite literally, I think, piss his pants. All right. So everybody who knows former roommate Ryan, do not say anything about this. Oh, it's expensive. Never mind. It's but $30. I bet I can make one. Well, this is all like a hundred dollars on. Well, you know what the problem is. I didn't go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the I Amazon I bet you link. could find better screaming deals at FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon Click link. on the Amazon link. Marmot. According to the product review, the hand, uh, the hanging window prop <laughs> is, quote, perfect for scaring friends and family and can be placed uh, facing outward to scare trick-or-treaters <laughs> or inward to scare party guests. What a fun party that would be. Uh, so, a Canadian teacher complained to the CBC News after seeing the decoration in a Home Depot saying it was inappropriate to mix light of real-life sinister issues that we face in our society. I fail to see humor in it. It makes light of a very serious crime. Voyeurism is a crime in Canada. Now, Home Depot has agreed to remove the product from its stores. Uh, we agreed that it's not in line with our core values, and when we heard, we took immediate action and are in the process of uh, removing this product from our assortment. We reached out... Um, uh, reach out to apologize. We're sorry if anyone was offended. Meanwhile, you can still, you know, purchase decapitated heads or anything along those lines, but not the scary creeper peeper, Ooh. a.k.a. the Greg Nibbler. It's not a Greg Nibbler. It's pretty much the Greg Nibbler. I'm legal. If it was on the sidewalk, maybe. Not on somebody's property. Mm-hmm. Not on my watch. <laughs> All right, next up. Out of Auburn, Washington, uh, Washington State Patrol said a trooper pulled over an alleged carpool violator who was trying to get away with pretending that he had a passenger in his car by affixing a cardboard photo of Donald Trump's orange face to the passenger seat. <laughs> yes, uh, so the trooper uh, posted a picture after he pulled over her vehicle this past Tuesday uh, in Auburn when he noticed that uh, there was a driver in the high-occupancy vehicle lane with the Republican presidential candidate as its passenger. <laughs> well, Clearly it was not working. Uh, the trooper discovered the passenger was nothing more, of course, than a cardboard cutout. Uh, there's no word whether or not the driver received a citation, but he did get in trouble. <laughs> you can't pretend to have extra people in your car. Although I always, like, give kudos to these people. They're, they're at least they're getting a little creative there. Yeah. So, yeah I so guess. So you're not going to get away with but that. But why, would why wouldn't you just find a random person? That's like, oh, in Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David when he pays the hooker. Oh, yeah. To ride with to ride him. <laughs> so that he can go to the fast lane to get to the game. I just want to ride the fast <laughs> in the carpool lane. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. Okay, next up. It all started with a $10 palm reading, but within a few weeks, a woman lost $75,000 
to a smooth talking hustler who claimed to be a psychic. A psychic. Now, a woman In recently came forward after recent reports about witch doctors that are all over the place in New Zealand. And she was one of the people that was had by said witch doctors. Started as $10, quickly jumping to $75,000. How do you jump to $75,000? All right, so her experience, uh, so she said that they brainwash you, you're completely in their hands, uh, said the woman who does not want to be named. But now she's coming out with her story to warn other people to not spend $75,000 on uh, witch doctors. So, uh... Let's see, so she went to visit uh, the self-declared world-famous Indian astrologer. Uh, this one, he's in New Zealand. Uh, the woman said that she went to the witch doctor uh, after being handed a pamphlet at a street market. She said the witch doctor was of South Indian origin with a mustache and medium-length hair. He dressed inconspicuously but wore yellow robes during ceremonies. Okay. Uh, they used incense, coconuts, and flowers during the cer- uh, ceremonies. Um... So they said they could read. Uh, so basically, what this guy did is he said that they, he would be able to rid her of all of her evil spirits. Um, also, when, if she didn't stop coming or she stopped coming there, then her children would be in danger. Oh, ouch! Yeah. So this is how this guy did it. Uh, the man noticed that there was a dead bird outside of her house because he came to visit there, which I don't think you should invite your witch doctor over to your house. But he said that that was proof that her house had a malevolent spirit. Uh, because so he just there was threw a evil- dead beer- bird out there. <laughs> Well, he said, uh, well, I guess he made increasingly dramatic predictions, speaking mm-hmm. of sacrifices, and told her at one point that she only had a week to live. Oh, Jesus. man. Tormented what and an scared. asshole. She succumbed to demands, uh, went to the bank, and handed him over $25,000 ca- uh, $25, in cash. She also handed over uh, jewelry worth another $50,000. This is a really, really intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. So That's the guy it. just said, you're going to die in a week, and so she went and took out a bunch of she money. She took out $25,000. Okay. Yes. So uh, she never got any money uh, any money refunded for things, but then again, she's still alive, so she didn't die within a week. So, uh, <laughs> so I guess it worked. <laughs> so I guess it did work. Uh, this isn't the first time that this happened in New Zealand. I guess this happens a lot of times because there are a lot of witch doctors there, which I wouldn't really... Weird. I didn't even know you could... I didn't even know the term witch doctor was still used. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, is that something that you can say? But I mean, I guess it's I not know. offensive. Is it offensive to witches? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So anyway, if you go to New Zealand, don't go to a witch doctor because you can spend $75,000 apparently very easily. Okay. Story out of, I believe this is from Florida. Uh, police say that a man. Florida. When he was refused to get a free. Uh, let's see. So he went to a taco place to try and get a free chicken enchilada. He was so upset that he decided to bite his friend's ear off during the argument because he wasn't able to get enchiladas. What? Yes, the man... I, mean, I like enchiladas as much as the next person, but... Enchiladas are, are delicious. They are. Mm. So a fight broke They're out right after... right up there with chimichangas. After the man began arguing with an employee uh, outside of Cowboy Chicken about receiving free chicken enchiladas because he just thought he deserved them. The man, who was reportedly very drunk, became belligerent when he was denied the free enchiladas. When his friend tried to remove him from the restaurant, they began fighting. The, uh, the man's friend ran away, and when police found him sitting on a curb, a, lo- uh, a large chunk of his ear was missing, and he had blood running down his face. That's a shitty friend. Yeah. Who bites your ear off because he can't get a chip, you know, an enchilada. Yeah. Uh, so the man's friend was taken to the hospital for treatment for his missing ear. And I mean, not I'd be filing upset. Charges. He's not filing charges. He's not filing charges. <laughs> All right. What? Let me ask you this. Yes. You're at you're at Ricketts Fest. 
Yes. Scott Daly gets a little ine- inebriated. Yep, as he does. As he does. Violent. He is out of control. Out, out of control and violent, yes. that's Scott Daly. Oh, if you've ever met him, you know one of the most violent people I've ever yes, met. very aggressive. Yeah. Very in your face. Yes, yeah. Scott Daly yeah. wants... Uh, the violent one. The violent Scott Daly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he want, You guys are... There's only uh, stuff left for one s'more. And you're both hungry, and you're both... You know, both had a, I don't like s'mores. A couple, okay, uh... Chicken strip. There's one chicken strip left, and it's it's warm and it's, it's fresh. It's super fresh. It's a super fresh, delicious, juicy chicken strip. And Scott Daly wants you to give him your chicken strip. I don't want to give him my chicken strip. It's okay. my chicken strip. Well, then he wants it so bad that he bites your ear off, but you still get the chicken strip. Would you press charges against Scott Daly? If he bites my ear off, Would can I press- put it back on? Is Depends it on if he's. It might be fixable. Okay. Oh boy. But I still get the chicken strip. The terrifying Scott Daly. You'd get the chicken strip. But Scott Daly has bitten your ear off. <laughs> Scott Daly has bit. Okay. Hypothetical situation. Um. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset about my ear getting bitten off. So you're saying that you would press charges against Scott Daly for eating your ear? I would, but I'd go to an undisclosed location because he's clearly unhinged. And I don't know what he's, he's going to do. He's very tall. He's very tall. Very tall. I'm much faster than him. So I'm not too worried about that. I don't think it would ever happen. I'm too fast. Okay. Well, it, it, it did happen. He no, did I would have escaped. Ear. No, he ate your ear. No, I I escaped. I'm going to say, I think this guy who lost the ear is a really good friend if he's not pressing charges against somebody who did that. Or he's terrified. He's terrified of a monster. Who ate his ear. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I do have one more story. I did hoard Cheetos over the weekend. I'm not going to talk about it, though. Good. What? Nothing. Wait, you hoarded Cheetos? What does that even mean? No, I don't want to tell that story. Go ahead. Uh, no, we're going to tell Continue that story. Continue on. No, Greg, tell me. It's so shameful. Tell me. I'm so ashamed of myself. Do it. When we were camping this weekend, I usually sneak off because uh, we'll, we'll be sitting around the campfire. That's how it all ends. But I sneak off because I don't want to. I don't want people knowing I'm going to bed, so I sneak off down the road to my camping spot, down the trail. Mm-hmm. And when I was sneaking off, I remembered that I had perhaps I'd been drinking for a while, and no. I remembered that I had some Cheetos in one of my bins, and so I was like, oh, "I'm gonna grab the Cheetos here, and take them to my tent." And I ate them. I spilled them all over, and I woke up and I was covered in Cheetos, and there was Cheetos all over the floor of my tent. And I was so embarrassed. My hands were orange. Because I went to orange? my tent. It probably I, was because you always get food all over I your I went face. to my tent and I <laughs> scarfed down Cheetos in the dark in my tent by myself. Shame Cheetos. The shame Shame Cheetos. Cheetos. And, then, and then I was sloppy and I dumped them in the tent too. That's pretty shameful. they were all over the tent when I woke up and I... It was a rough moment waking up and like, oh, what have I done? What have these hands done? These hands. <laughs> they look what like have they done? Strong hands. <sighs> well, Greg, I'd like to introduce you to something that I wasn't aware of, but now that I am, I want to share it with everybody with me, and it is the word, the word, the world of dinosaur-themed erotica. Oh yeah. What? I just said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're very familiar with this. No, I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. 
Uh, so it's a little known. Well, little known. I guess it's more known, and apparently Greg knows it very well. <laughs> I was. It was just my response because I feel really embarrassed that I just shared that story. All right, so uh, dinosaur-themed erotica has been around for quite some time, but now it's moving to the forefront because it's gaining some traction. People are enjoying... Dinosaur erotica. Dinosaur-themed erotica. There is already... (laughs) When I was doing research on this, I'm like, dinosaur-themed erotica. There is... Dinosaur-themed erotica? There is a porn called uh, Jurassic Pork, (laughs) which made me laugh. Wow. Yeah. Um, So now if you're looking to satisfy or... Dinosaur-themed erotic cravings. I'm confused. So you want to watch dinosaurs knock it out, or you want to knock it out with the dinosaur? Stop saying knock it out. Oh, my God. Why? I thought that was a a better way to say it. That's like the worst thing I think you've ever said. You want to watch dinosaurs bang? That's better? I just want you to not talk ever again. You want to watch dinosaurs procreate? Make love? You want to watch dinosaurs make love? Or do you want to make love to the dinosaur? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus. All right. Anyway, so uh, now, if you're looking to satisfy your dinosaur-themed erotica Carnal urges, carnal knowledge of the dinosaur. You can find not one, two, three, four, but five different steamy erotic tales yeah. of sweet, sweet dinosaur loving. So they're short stories, all available on your Kindle, which would not at all be embarrassing to be reading in public. Although if you were going to do that, certainly go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon link. For all of your dinosaur porn needs. Yes. Uh, the short stories are all available on the Kindle, include such titles as <laughs> Taken by the Pterodactyl. <laughs> uh, there's also a theme to these. Taken by the T-Rex. And also Taken at the Dinosaur Museum. Now all the Amazon pages for these. So, wh- what is the theme of this? Well, let's let's go in. Let's go in. So, all the Amazon pages for these works, including the follow, uh, the following words of precaution: Warning. This is a tale of beast sex. <laughs> this story was written to unlock your darkest fantasies and innermost desires. It is not for the faint of heart, and is not your mother's erotica. All of the sexual descriptions found in this book are very explicit in nature. It's not suitable for someone under 18 years of age. Read at your own risk. What? Oh god, I can't even read this. You have to you have to come over here and read this. What what you want me to get up and No, or just what? just read the passage. There's a passage right there. Copy it and send it to me. What you have a passage from There's the... a passage from one uh, of Well, the... I don't know if I want to read it. Uh, this is this one is from uh, in the in the Velociraptor's Nest. That's what this one. All right, I sent it to you. All right, Greg, go. Okay, I'm looking here. Oh no! Ew! Wait, she wants to get. Oh, is this the eater? Why wait? Why would why would I have to read this? I'm not gonna read this. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. Yes. No, no, I'm not gonna read it. All right, it's pretty gross. Uh, so they also not only uh, the two co-writers don't uh, just focus on dinosaur erotica. They also have dragon beast erotica, centaur erotica, and dinosaur beast mating erotica. I don't know what that is. 
Alright. Uh, so one of the authors, let's see, so this woman's name is uh, Christy Sims. Christy Sims describes herself on Amazon as a plain old everyday Midwestern girl with lusty thoughts of big, strong, powerful monsters having their way with beautiful maidens. <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with her? Uh, she says that the writing is based on her own desires or from personal experiences. <laughs> personal experiences. Personal huh? experiences. Okay, all right. That she has had from maidens. Oh, she Jennifer. also... Uh, just taking a look at some of her other books. Oh, she's into quite a few things. She's also has a Menage of the Werewolves. Menage of the Werewolves? Yes. Riding she's really into the beast thing. The Dragon Queen. Um, we've got Tantalizing Tentacle Fun, a tentacle erotica story bundle by Christy Sims. Gargoyles in the Woods. Oh, that sounds super and then sexy. Quite a few uh Quite a few dinosaur, dinosaur tales. Mounted by the Griffin. Okay, oh, that's there we go. All right, so anything? oh boy, she's got quite a lot of books. So if you want to check out any of these wonderful books, be sure to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that there Amazon link. Sure. For all of your lusty beast desires. Yeah. Oh, we won't judge. We're all the crazy. Oh, a centaurs. Centaurs. Those are like the half. Pegasus. Okay. Taken by the Pegasus. You really must. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Yikes. The werewolves. Okay. Surrogate. Greg, you can look at porn on your own time. Something in the basement. And then in parentheses, dragon erotica. All right. Um, do we do a little bit of all talk here really quick? Yeah, do you have... Uh, mm, yeah, we can wait. What? No, okay, we can do it. Thank you, sir. Balls to the walls. Balls to the walls. Ball, wall. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Oh. Ow! Fuck, I just hurt myself. You, you okay over there? Yep. My feet are too big for my body. All right, first up in ball talk. Sarah, who was the internet sensation and the sensation of the sporting world about three years ago? Paul the Octopus? No, not no, Paul that the was Octopus. Like five years ago. Uh, no, this was an athlete who had a thing that he did when he would score in his sport. Tebow? Yep. Tim Tebow! Quarterback sensation, no longer in the NFL because nobody wanted him wanted him to play for their team, decided he wanted to play baseball. And he held that audition for all the major league teams to come and watch him play baseball to see if he could get signed. Well, he was signed by the New York Mets, although put to their single A club. So he's at the bottom of the rung. Okay. But he did play his first professional game as a baseball player. I believe this was yesterday. And on the very first pitch he ever got in baseball, he swung on it and hit a home run. (laughs) (laughs) On the very first pitch. Wow. Tim Tebow hit himself a home run. Now, it's still single-A baseball, but uh, nonetheless, that's it. Uh, Kristen's in the chat asking, can he just go away already? Tim Tebow, I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to make this prediction because I'm really confident it's true. Tim Tebow 
is going to run for president in the year 2030. 30. Wait, was that line up no, right? that would be no, 28. 32. 32. Okay. <laughs> 32. Yeah, because maybe, well, okay, maybe not president that year, but he will definitely be a senator or a governor of Florida, the state of Florida, that he's going into politics, I guarantee it, and he will get elected in a second mm-hmm. in Florida. Oh, yeah. Tim Tebow. You just love Tim Tebow. I don't. I'm just saying it's it's a fact. It's just, it's a fact. Or him and Tom Brady will run together for a president-vice president thing in like 2050 or something like that. Okay. So you're calling it now, No, that's too, they'll be too old. They'll be way too old. They'll be way too old. Well, no, they wouldn't. Well, yeah, kind of. Yep. All right, uh, moving on to Ball Talk. Big Poppy. Oh, Jesus. David Ortiz. Big Poppy. The Boston Red Sox. Playing his last season in Major League Baseball. And they've got their last series against the New York Yankees. That is coming up. And if you don't know, the uh, Yankees and Red Sox, that's probably the biggest rivalry in all of Major League Baseball mm-hmm. forever. Red Sox and the Yankees, Boston, New York. And David Ortiz has hit 53 home runs in his career against the New York Yankees. And now, though, he has printed out, a, he has had a letter printed up and put up on signposts all around New York for the upcoming three-game series that Boston's going to be playing in New York. And it says this, it's a picture of David Ortiz, and it says, Dear New York, the day you thought would never come is almost here. Let's make it one to remember. Let's do what we've always done. Let's show the world how much we love our cities and teams and how much more we love this game. Let's make September 29th mean something. We share too much history to leave the field as enemies, but I'll always respect you as a rival, David Ortiz. Hmm. Let's put that up at work because he wants people to come on and have fun. Oh, that's cool. I like Big, I like Big Poppy. He's I cool. know you do. <laughs> Man, he's cool. He seems like he's a lot of fun to hang out with. He's the kind of guy you'd want to go have a beer with. Mm. There we go. That's Big one Poppy. That. Yep. <coughs> okay, I had something else I was going to play. You know what? I'm going to skip it and save it for tomorrow. That okay. concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Let's leave it at that. Good story, Greg. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wish I didn't know dinosaur porn existed. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you, you got to think something exists for everything. For everything. That, yeah, anything you can think of, you can find it online. I mean, anything. You could find it. I mean, everything's cyber these days. Everything with the cyber out there, I mean. With the cyber. You know. And no one knows, you know, what to do with the cyber. No. It's probably some 400-pound guy in a basement. Yeah. Running the cyber. Running the cyber. My fingernails were so orange on Sunday morning. (laughs) I've never felt shame like that. All right, well, we can't say anything, but just wish Greg and I luck today. Yeah. Wish us luck. Yeah, please do. Um, Yeah, we can't say what it is. It's It's a good thing. Yeah, so keep your fingers crossed for us. Keep your fingers crossed. That's a good way to say it. Keep your fingers crossed for us today. Um, Yeah. Oh, my God, I just got nervous. Okay, stop. All right, all right. Hey, we'll do, we'll do what we'll do, do what we, we do. do. Do what we do. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail. Eat no, I'm not gonna eat Cheetos. I'm not gonna ner- shame, nervous eat Cheetos before we shame eat. <laughs> shame eat Cheetos. Gotta get my Cheetos. I'm sorry, I ate Cheetos before. <laughs> I was too nervous. <laughs> I was nervous showing up. 
<laughs> Send us an email, fundamentalradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really, really do appreciate it. You guys are awesome. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in La City. In the city. Right here. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Wish us luck. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.